analytic criteria were condemning the bottles I cared about because they were not the norm. Wines were segregated into camps, using some ideas developed by the French philosopher Bergson on the mechanical side. That's where bricks plus minimum percentage plus pH plus etc. equals wine. Yet to me, on the organic and the natural side, the wines that I considered alive could not be quantified by sums of parts. These wines needed to be taken as a whole, the fundamental cell division with its own inner balance. So, after all of that training, I was not prepared to analyze these types of alive wines that left me deeply amazed, puzzled, and astonished. And so it appeared that a lot of that wine world was full of ideas and concepts not appropriate to grasp what they were talking about, leading to false problems like the hot topic right now of minerality. Minerality has become a dirty word par excellence. In a society reliant on reductionist thinking, the link of dirt to the glass has come under attack. The pundits call this minerality, and it is a false problem. There's no minerality in wine. One cannot taste the small oyster shells, Exogyra virgula in a Chablis, or the taste of basalt in wines from Mount Etna. But yet, even if the scientists and the technical wine people tell us it isn't so, that doesn't mean that a sense of place doesn't get delivered, and that dirt and soil don't have a part in it. Even if no one really yet understands how this can happen. Science is a work in progress trying to understand the vital impetus within the limits of our mind. So, this book is not a scientific one, and even less an anti-scientific book. It is not a geology or a geography book. This is not a book to give proof that you can taste rocks in your wine. It is an emotional one, in the way that the only wines worth drinking are emotional. No. Instead, The Dirty Guide to Wine is an invitation to taste the wine world through new landscapes and new perspectives, an invitation to connect places and bottles through the looking glass of the soils derived from their underlying bedrock. And please do understand that often the word soil is used here as a shorthand for just that. It is supposed to make you ask even more questions, open the taste buds to new experiences. The more we wrote the book, the more we knew what we did not know. We cannot bring any answers, as all of the vignerons whom we met and talked with were puzzled and indeed amazed by the relationship between the vines and the wines. They were all humble and aware of their lack of understanding of such mysteries, even as their experience grows. The fascinating and always changing synergy between a grape, a terroir, a vintage, a man or a woman, captured in a bottle. One summer day, thanks to Alice's recommendation, I found myself in Tbilisi, Republic of Georgia. This trip was to greatly change my vision of wine as part of everyday life and not only as a luxury commodity, and my approach to tasting. I had the most unusual, thought-provoking experience. My host, painter, vigneron, cook, and singer John Werdeman, was attempting to realize a lingering idea he had developed while traveling the different regions of his adoptive country, to experience synesthesia, through rhythm, tonality, and structure between the local dishes, wines, and song of six major provinces of Georgia. And there we were, guinea pigs, feasting over five hours with our ears, palates, and brains. Two typical dishes were served, 
Two or three traditional wines made in Caveveri were poured, while a couple of men were singing polyphonic songs, the patterns and vocabulary of which were unique to that territory. It was too overwhelming, and my extremely limited knowledge of Georgian culture limited my ability to understand, but I felt a connection, and I could not deny the possibility that synesthesia, or terroir in that case, could be experienced in songs or wines or food. That day, I realized how much intuition and amazement could enlarge my vision and my pleasure. That tasting was an incredible catalyst for this book. Just because the invisible wonder of the dirt can't be seen, and its influence on the vines and the wines can't be formally and decidedly quantified, doesn't mean there is no connection. And if we can't understand it yet, we can already appreciate it and stand for it. I can't thank Alice enough for taking me with her on this journey, provoking me to...